This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're on Joy 94.9 and welcome to this Joy podcast with Stephanie from the Tuesday show every Tuesday from 1 till 4pm. I had a very in-depth, inspirational and pleasurable chat with acting coach to the stars, Mr. Dean Carey from the Actors Centre Australia, who is now on the Acting Edge Tour 2015, going all across Australia and international. This man has been around the world and around the acting scene from a very young age and he tells us all about it. Welcome to Joy 94.9. I have a very special guest with me today and that is Actors Centre Coach to the Stars, Mr Dean Carey. How are you? Very well, Stephanie. How are you going? I'm well, thank you. You're a busy man, aren't you? Extremely busy. (laughs) This year is the 28th anniversary of Actors Centre Australia and uh, I can't believe I opened the doors way back in 1987 when I was 26 years of age. Wow. Um, And it's been an extraordinary almost three decades and uh, I must say that um, I've uh, I've loved it and feel very proud to be a part of something as special as uh, Actors Centre. So what was it that made you open up your own acting school? Well, that's a very good question because I only found the answer to that about uh, five years ago, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> I did feel very much that there was a, a lack. I, I was doing a study tour and teaching tour across the state. I was 25 years of age and um, I realised there were so many places for actors to go to post-graduation to keep their skills and their craft alive and there was nothing in Australia. That was the main focus. But over the years I've been thinking about it and I love community very much and I think community is a very powerful thing and when you you're in an environment that causes you to bring the best of yourself out and to tap into your own inner resources and gifts. I think that's a really special thing. And I think that's probably the main reason I wanted to create a community that I've always craved for growing up and as a teenager. You've opened the doors to a lot of stars, I mean, including the likes of Hugh Jackman and Naomi Watts. What was it like coaching them and, and, and helping them? And how did it make you feel after their success that you were a part of their journey? Well, I love the profession. I always have. And I feel that people around the world most likely have some of their most powerful emotional experiences Mm -hmm. watching films uh, and in cinema. And I think that's a really special and amazing thing that this industry can provide a portal or a gateway into the inquiry about what goes on inside our heads and our hearts Mm. and how we get through this thing called life. So I, I, I never find myself reflecting on my contribution. Uh, I always find myself proud to be a part of something that I think makes a significant difference. And if you imagine what's going on right now as we have this conversation around the world in terms of theatre, art, uh, visual art, painting, Mm -hmm. poetry, people getting together, tribes sitting around the fireplaces telling stories. It's an innate part of our DNA that we express the internal. We must get out of ourselves Mm -hmm. what's inside of ourselves. And art is the way to do that. I mean, obviously, you've been in the industry for quite a while. How do you feel like the industry has changed since you began and up until this point? It's pretty pretty amazing watching it. Because, I, mean, I was on TV in Melbourne uh, doing The Prisoner and The Sullivans and Cop mm-hmm. Shop and all those great old creaky shows <laughs> when you think about them now. 
TV now is so powerful, and what has happened, and people don't quite realise this, but in the States, uh, when the funding for feature films began to dry up about 10 years ago, it was, about 10, 12 years ago, the film actors weren't getting the roles they were getting, and they shuffled it down to TV series. Right. Now, up until that point, you would never see a film star on television. They were completely different mediums. Right. Uh, and, and film people looked down to a certain extent on TV, uh, and TV people were always hoping to get into film. a feature film. Mm -hmm. So now when all those actors shuffle down into the TV medium, mm -hmm. all the people in TV shuffle down to the cable medium. And now we're seeing stars, like literally Hollywood stars, on TV series. Yeah. And that's been happening for a long time now. Okay. So TV had to then develop, and, and we're getting the House of Cards and Game of Thrones and Breaking Bads mm -hmm. and all those incredible, amazing, mostly HBO TV series. And our own TV shows here are transforming. I was guest judge at the Logie Awards again this year, and I had to watch 75 hours of Australian television in one week. TV has transformed and people want powerful, meaningful experiences now through yeah. the television. They don't want soapbox drama, really. Uh, and when I was growing up, we had a tiny black and white TV set in the corner. Now uh, we've got a few, most people have enormous televisions. Yes. <laughs> and when you look at those powerful TV shows now, like we talk about Game of Thrones, yeah. you could put Game of Thrones on at the local theatre wow. and not change a thing. Wow. So we're getting used to TV being much more uh, alive and vibrant and dynamic than we mm -hmm. used to. So actors now are finding themselves being able to do film and TV uh, and bring their theatre skills to both. So when you when you get an when you get a new client, let's just say you get an, a new actor that comes in and, and sees you, what is the first thing that you that you do with them? It depends on what their focus is. I, I do a lot of work on Skype with people who are from living in LA who okay. are going for really important screen tests mm -hmm. and castings uh, for leads mm -hmm. in major shows. And I, I love that because my focus is to find the connection that they have instinctively to the character right. that then they can come to full life on screen mm -hmm. and share whatever it is that character needs to share without thinking they're trying to get a job because that's the big the big thing about auditions and going into castings Correct. is that some people some people and not a lot of people but some people are, are very good at it because they have learnt uh, detachment okay. not to feel obligated so and that's not a, that's not the craft of acting that's just the art of living right to be yes. able to walk into an interview or an audition and, and just go not. you know what I may or may not get the job that's not a part of why I'm here why I'm here is to deliver what this character has to say yep. and to share what they have to share inevitably yep. and then leave the room and if I'm right I might get it. Exactly. That level of being able to, to, to not f bring an obligation or a need into the room is really powerful. And if actors don't learn that, then they take this neediness into the room, which doesn't belong. So I make sure the actor is on the front foot, playing their A game, connected to their instinct, feeling like this moment is inevitable in the character's life mm -hmm. and it has to be shared. So when they walk in that room and the Hollywood execs turn the camera on and the red light goes on and they go action, there's no differentiation between their instinctive flow. Correct. You've written you've written a book, you've written several books and you've got a new one as, at the moment. And so what, what when you write your books, what message are you trying to get across to 
future actors and, and people of the public? Oh, that's a great question. Um, and it's a really important question. For me, uh, in each of the four books I've written, my focus, whether it's been conscious or unconscious, is I would have loved to have read this book when I was a, an actor. Correct, Because yes. it's practical, it's positive, mm-hmm. it's productive. It doesn't make the process of acting mysterious. It makes it clearer right. that there's clarity, that that the person goes, oh, I understand this. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I found I was taught quite badly as an actor, and uh, I, a lot of my writings in my books have been a, um, sort of the opposite of the way I was taught mm-hmm. in many, many ways. I had a few good teachers, but I, I had other teachers which I thought, there's got to be a better, better way a better than way. this yeah. to, to foster and fuel a young, impressionable, uh, vulnerable uh, growing artist that mm. I was. So I think my books speak to that place that I want people to go, I get that. That makes sense. That's yeah. logical to me. Because yeah. interestingly on stage and on film, an actor can't do anything that's not logical to them. Yeah, now, right. It may be illogical to an audience that that character does whatever they do, yeah. but it can't be illogical to the actor, otherwise they can't play it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it all depends on logic, but... Common sense is really important. When an actor goes, I understand what I need to do now, Correct. then they can step on the front foot and do it. Yep. And and because you did you you've obviously found out a lot on your own to to write a book about the right way and the honest way, you had to learn a lot and go through a lot yourself, correct? Well, yeah, thirty four yeah. years I've been teaching and every time I've walked into the room I always think of the question which is what's possible here correct not what's possible given what we did last week Mm. so if i work with an actor on the floor and last week they had a bit of a a stumble and didn't quite find the way forward with their shakespeare piece that has no bearing on today this week on the floor yeah because they've grown yeah different that's right if they do the same thing they did last week they're aware of now doing it and there's a breakthrough possible so i'm always looking for the spaces and the opportunity yep. um, for people to really dig deep into what their what their instinct, their wisdom, their contribution to mm-hmm. the character is. What keeps you motivated to to do that? To share what what is it that you know keeps that spark going for you? I look around the world and have done for a great many years, and I see things that I that really disturb me. And if you only have to watch the news for five minutes, oh, absolutely, uh, any night of the week, and then you know there are serious questions about the species called the human being. Correct. When I see twelve million people are fleeing Syria, that's the biggest mass migration the world has seen since nineteen forty three. And what theatre does, and good film and television, is it reminds us of our humanity. Correct. And if we can. Be have our hearts remember that these ideas of who's in and who's out and what's right and what's wrong and who can get married and who can't get married, it's not right or wrong. It's irrelevant mm. to me. It's just an irrelevant inquiry. Yeah. We're all here. We've, we're, we've all got a right to live. We've all got a right to be happy. That's we've right. all got a right to connect and to make a difference to this world, and we can. So hopefully when I work with someone whether it be something positive or something dark, uh, either one will remind the human being of of the worst of ourselves and the best of ourselves. Amazing. That's really good. 
And that's what keeps me in the profession. Yeah. You know, every every day, I get up and I I go to work, and I just think there's there's something really much much bigger than just wanting to be an actor. Correct. In all of this. Correct. It's about making a difference and, and you know, in, whether you make it in somebody's, whether they actually become an actor or not, you've made a difference in, in their lives possibly, you know? Well, one big thing that I have always done at ACA uh, is we separate the person from the artist and most schools I've worked in or visited and taught in, they collapse both together. Yeah. So if the if the actor's craft is not going very well, mm-hmm. then they're failing as a human being. Correct. Yeah. Uh, if they have a stumble or a fall or a failure, well, I don't think there's anything such thing as failure. I think mm-hmm. there's only information. But anyway, if someone fails in that role, then they're a failure as a human being. Yeah. And I've seen a great deal of shame and self-punishment it, uh, happen for certain people, not at our school, but at other places because yeah. of that. We separate both. The person is perfect, as in... They have all the skills and knowledge and understanding that they're going to need to mm-hmm. be an actor. Mm-hmm. Their craft is growing and their understanding of how that craft needs to operate yep. and be effective is also growing. So if they fall over, the person is fine. Yep. They're intact. They're okay. Correct. And that's a huge difference. So if someone wants to leave a class and say to me, well, I just don't think I, I got what you were give, giving today or I... I'd stumbled with it or I got confused. I go, that's great to know. What yeah. might you do next time that would have you be able to embrace more of what we're talking about in this subject? Correct. Not like, well, yeah, you need to keep up, buddy. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Exactly. You know, Everybody's other people different. are going ahead of you. Yeah. You want to make sure you pass second year or else you won't be here. This industry's tough, mate. Like those exactly. conversations I know some teachers have. Yeah. And it doesn't happen at Active Centre. Absolutely. And, and Actor Centre, you've been doing it for so long. You've travelled the world and, and this is your first time is Australia tour. Is that right? Yes, yep. I have toured to um, Brazil and to France and to Russia and to the UK and to Singapore and across the USA. And this is the first time in 20 years I'm doing an Australian tour and we're going Amazing. to the Gold Coast and, of course, Melbourne and we're doing Adelaide and we're doing Canberra. Fantastic. And I'm really excited to to work with the actors in each of those cities and 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 reconnect to the Australian actors in those cities and and hopefully transform in some ways or many ways mm-hmm. their approach to castings and auditions so they've got the best chance to embrace every single opportunity that comes their way. Joy 94.9, that was Dean Carey. Now, Dean is on the Acting Edge Tour, so make sure you get down wherever you are in Australia. From the Gold Coast, it's the 16th to the 17th of October at the Actors Centre. In Adelaide, the 23rd to the 24th of October at the Odeon Theatre. And Melbourne, 6th to the 7th of November at Backlock Studios. If you'd like more information on the Actors Centre or Dean Carey himself, go to www.actorscentreaustralia.com.au slash ACA slash courses, slash The Acting Edge, or if you just wanted to jump to the website to check out more about The Actors Centre and how you can get in contact if you'd like to start acting or if you just want to learn more about the school and about Dean Carey, jump onto the website and all the social media platforms that he's connected to. You're listening to a Joy 94.9 podcast with Stephanie. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. 
Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.